0: You know, when when juggling work, family, home and life, it, it sometimes feels like we can't keep all those balls in the air. So positive thought is a really powerful thing. And the purpose of this is just to every night write down just one thing you did well that day. One, two, three, whatever it might be. And it could be trivial, like, today I showered instead of putting dry shampoo in my hair. Or bigger things like making it to daycare, pick up on time, things like that. So just the power of positive thought. and, And if you seek out the good, your mind will start to focus on that. Hello
1: out there. How you doing? I'm Maria Sansone. And this is mom to mom the podcast. Today we're talking about having a baby, and returning to work. Not always what it is in the movies, am I right? So you know, if you're a parent, your coworkers they may have thrown you like a little party before you had your baby, um, threw you a little shower at work or something like that. But what happened when you actually returned to your desk other than a ton of dust and like a gazillion emails? Did your boss offer any resources to help your transition back to work? Was there A plan in place for your return? Was there any accounting for the fact that you were starting this new life as a parent in the workforce on little to no sleep, taking care of a human, and trying to navigate all these major life changes, not to mention all of the physical changes that were going on in your body? Was there a plan? Because for me, there definitely wasn't. For many of us, the answer is no. Today, my guest is trying to change all that. I'm going to introduce you to Lauren Brandt. She is the brainchild of something called the Raternity Project. Lauren is a working mom who's just trying to make the work-life balance a little more than just a cliche. The Raternity Project is really something special, and I'm so excited for my conversation today with Lauren Brandt. Hey, Lauren. Good morning. Welcome to mom to mom So good to have you in the cave today. Hi, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to learn more about the RETURNITY Project. So I kind of briefed everybody a little bit on what it is, but from you, in your words, what is the RETURNITY Project?
0: Yep, the RETURNITY Project. Uh, it's Our mission is to build community and support parents through their journey, through the return to work and beyond. Because as we know, it can be a little bit of a rocky road. And
1: I'm sure we're going to get a little bit. Yep. (laughs) Let's let's go back. Let's go back to when you were working for a huge tech company Mm -hmm. that shall remain nameless. We'll keep it nameless. (laughs) Okay. Huge tech company that you would think really has their you know what together. They seem to be very progressive when it comes to this stuff but you realize there was a blind spot when it came to the return to work for parents so take us back to those days yeah so i
0: i welcomed my first daughter olivia um, to the world in 2017 she she just started kindergarten last week which is hard to believe so did mine it's so fun and so sad at the same time so (laughs) crazy I didn't cry. College, I'll cry, but kindergarten, be free. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as as many mothers will say, becoming a mother it becomes the, the greatest joy of your life, but also challenges you in the, in the most profound ways. And throughout pregnancy and childbirth and those early newborn days, it was really easy to find information and support to guide me through those early chapters. You know, there's hundreds of books out there, hundreds of resources. Uh, But when it came to returning to work, I I really felt like I was on my own. Uh, I was devastated to leave my daughter to go back to work. And it was just a gut-wrenching and emotional experience for me, even to the point where I, I was questioning a career that I loved. To stay home with my daughter because I want to be with her. You know, there was some postpartum anxiety in there that was undiagnosed because, you know, moms go get their checkup once and then the doctor doesn't see you for another six months. So we'll get to that later. And as you mentioned, this was with a supportive partner and my husband, families that lived nearby and always helped us, um, an amazing supportive manager, progressive employer. And I just realized if I felt this way in, in a supportive circumstances, then there, there must be more women out there struggling. When I started to do the research, I I found that one in four women returned to work just after two weeks of having a baby, which is unfathomable to me. You know, I I had four months of paid maternity leave, which is amazing. And I just could not even imagine going back after two weeks. You're not even healed then.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I was one of those people. Yeah. And so- I did all that. But do you think <laughs> that you mentioned a lot that goes on? There's a lot that it's going on with our bodies anyway, right? After having another human being. There's physiological changes that are at play. Yes. And then if you're a career person and you have a job that's just sort of like waiting for you and you don't know what that's going to look like when you come back, that causes anxiety on top of what's already going on. Yeah. And if there's not an infrastructure at the company you work for you're just in no man's land and it it's exactly. so scary so were you kind of shocked by the lack of infrastructure shall we say at this yeah. very progressive place you were working at
0: you know i think where i was i was grateful to have a lot of a lot of resources when i went back and manager support But the return to work piece, there was some work that needed to be done there. And and the team was working on that. But I talked to friends and just, you know, they came back and there was nothing at all. Nobody checked in with them, nothing. So just wanted to help there. And I think even at the company I was at, there was there was a parents group, but there was nothing specific for moms, nothing to talk about. The return to work. I think nobody talked about it. You know, it's like when you're back, you're back. And nothing really changes even in the time that you're off, but you change completely and nobody really recognizes that. So you get placed back in and you're, you know, the first day is exciting. You get to see everybody, the second day, kind of the same, you're catching up on emails a week goes by and you're like wait I'm really struggling here everyone just expects me to be back and <laughs> jump right in and you're just not mentally there yet i ended up starting an internal moms group at the company just to help start that conversation and build that community to to help give advice and help women as they return to work from maternity leave you know that group grew from just me to over 3,500 people it is today. We do a lot of circles where we connect with women across the company that that are in similar situations, you know, kids going to kindergarten, kids going to daycare, whatever it might be. And we also have panels and speakers come in, leaders across the company just talk about parenthood and just get the word out there. I think that we just need more people to talk about it. And dads too, you know, I, I remember sitting in the office and Uh, a dad got up and said, All right, see, see everybody later. I'm going to my son's soccer game. I was like, Oh, cool. Like, I'm, you know, I'm glad that he said that. And it's okay. Because you know, I saw so many moms trying to sneak out to get to their kids things. And the more that we we talk about it and make it okay, normalize parenthood, the more it helps everyone.
1: Well, I think that and this could just be me or this could be where I was working at the time. But it seems like there's a stigma around moms. Mm -hmm. And that there's this expectation that when we come Back that we are going to dip out because we have to go to soccer, or we're not going to be able to go on that big trip because we have kids. And so, for me, I was trying to prove otherwise. Oh no, 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 no! I'm I'm better than ever. I'll do all the things. I'm back. I can I do, do all it. the things. I'm back. <laughs> and then we wind up burning ourselves out and all of that. So I wish that that we could create environments in the workplace where we can normalize having normal schedules or creating parameters or having boundaries that make sense for families, not just moms, but dads or whatever that looks like.
0: I do think that the pandemic and everybody being home helped it a little bit because we got a glimpse into people's lives. You know, you had the kids on VCs, you, you couldn't jump in on certain times. And, you know, some people that I didn't even know had kids were on VCs with their kids. I'm like, Oh, didn't know that. Tom over there had kids and it helped you see the, the full, authentic, the full person. And I think that helped as we started to go back to offices. Some people stayed remote and we we saw that glimpse into people's lives and knew how to support them better.
1: So what started as just a social media group with some moms really grew and grew and has now turned into a movement that you're at the center of. So You're really on the front lines of this. So what are you hearing from women the most? Like what what do they need that they're not getting?
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that support from their manager. What I've seen across the board is that your experience really depends on who your manager is and the support that you're getting there. Um, and the resources that the company has. So, you know, one resource that we created is, is just a return to work guide for the employees. And we're we're working on a return to work guide for managers to have so that you can sit down with your employee when you get when they get back to work and go through that checklist, talk about the flexibility that they need. And I think for For parents, what I tell them is, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to talk about the flexibility that you need. Like you said, when we get back, it's like we have to jump in and we're we're fine. We can do it all. We're the same person as we were. You have to be okay with not being that same person with asking for help and, and changing things as you need them.
1: So what are some of the things that are in the guide that would be helpful for a mom out there who's returning to work? I mean, yeah, things are going to look different, especially if you plan to nurse and you need to take time throughout the day. Is there a space for you to do that? Like there are certain things that would, oh my gosh, certainly be, it would be so helpful to sit down with your manager beforehand and kind of like lay that out. I never thought about doing that. I just kind of shot out of the cannon, went back to work and just (laughs) figured it out as I went.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think having that guide for managers too, so it forces them to use it and sit down with the employee, versus just the employee bring it, bringing it to the manager and putting all the all the pressure on the mom you know, a couple things things, it's connect with your manager one-on-one, talk about, you know, your role expectations, if you're breastfeeding or pumping, talking about that and the support that you need, you know, if it's blocks on your calendars, so they don't schedule meetings over that time when you need to pump. Returning on a Wednesday midweek is always um, something that I recommend because coming back can be intimidating, and overwhelming, and to ease in, it's, it's best to go back midweek than starting on that Monday and and uh, having that whole week, being open and transparent about what you need. We talked about that a little bit. Biggest one, nailing down your childcare plan and doing a test run. If you can, I remember um, dropping off my daughter just for an hour. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to go get my nails done. I walked away from the daycare and was just bawling, crying that that first time. And it was just a couple hours. So, you know, doing that, doing a couple of dry runs before that first day of work. So it's not so overwhelming and you don't feel All of that guilt the first day, I think, is big. And also bringing some backup makeup in your car the first day, just in (laughs) case you do have that meltdown. One other thing is the community is so important. So we put in some resources just available to the community. Um, You know, some other impactful organizations, some people in the motherhood space who are doing some amazing things. Lauren Smith Brody is one. She wrote a book called The Fifth Trimester, which is the fifth trimester is when the working mom is born. You know, she does workshops and coaching and speaking events at companies. So she's a great resource. There's um, Sara Lux Lee in a company called Minder they're building belonging in the workforce. They're building an ecosystem of employee resource groups. So, you know, just some different resources, Instagram accounts to follow are all in the guide as well.
1: So, this just isn't your company that's doing this. Like you're working with other big
0: companies trying to trying to change things,
1: right? Yeah, we're
0: trying to. We started with kits that I know we'll talk about in a little bit, but we we focus on you know, partnering with parents who are creating products, other companies. So when you purchase a kit, you also get access to all these resources with these companies that we partner with. So everybody who gets a kit can log on, they get access to all the resources to help with that return to work journey. All right. So
1: let's talk about these kits. I'm intrigued. Yes. They're I fun. needed this kit.
0: <laughs> I needed it. Yeah. We, so we wanted to create something tangible than just the, the Instagram community, which is amazing and, and helps tell the stories, but wanted something tangible. So we created mom and dad returnity kits and I, I brought one to show you right here. So this is what it looks like. Very cool design, a mom created the design. And inside, this is the fifth trimester book I was talking about by Lauren Smith Brody. Also a baby book, you know, spending quality time with your baby when when you get home from work or before reading that. This one is my favorite. It's a, a custom notebook called Just One Thing. You know, when, when juggling work, family, home and life, it, it sometimes feels like we can't keep all those balls in the air. So positive thought is a really powerful thing. And the purpose of this is just to every night write down just one thing you did well that day. One, two, three, whatever it might be. And it could be trivial, like today I showered instead of putting dry shampoo in my hair or bigger things like making it to daycare, pick up on time, things like that. So just the power of positive thought. And and if you seek out the good, your mind will start to focus on that.
1: Well, I can tell you right now, I won't be writing either one of those things down in my (laughs) journal today. There you go. This is a dry shampoo
0: moment and I know I'm going to be late. (laughs) I have some
1: too. I have some too. And
0: then you know coffee cup is in here. There's a a small wooden frame created by a mom to put a picture of your baby on your desk or at home and a couple other things. But I also mentioned the resources. So this is the card that they get and they can access all that online. You know we do sell these directly to parents but we've been partnering with a lot of companies who are purchasing them Um, and we do a lot of custom things as well. So Sony is one of our partners and they, they put these little onesies I have to show you they're adorable and on the back it says future rock star so I cute love that play.
1: because it's, it's also <laughs> it's less about the stuff inside and it's more just symbolic of I think just a reminder that this is this is a huge jump in your life like things are changing you need a plan you know like it's it's nice to kind of remember that cuz a lot of us like I said just went and shot out of a cannon some I packed first, some extra makeup way. I should have packed some <laughs> extra clothes cuz I ended up leaking all over myself every time <laughs>
0: every time yeah and I I mean the biggest thing is just you know we know we're not going to change the whole world with the kids but we think it's the first step just to for companies to show they care, especially as employees are at home, you know, getting this kit delivered to you. I I think it just shows care from your employer, um, having the guides, just, just things like that, that acknowledges what you're going through.
1: Creating awareness.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So you have had access to so many parents during this process. What have you learned from them?
0: I think the power of community, the, you know, having that support system from people who are are going are going through the same thing, the same stages. Uh, but the biggest thing I learned from this this whole project is that if you have an idea, just get started and don't wait for it to be perfect. You know, I remember, oh, we have to make the website perfect. Oh, but should we have this in the kit and this and l- let's change everything. And I think it's important just to get started. And I I told myself, you know, if if we start this and just help one mom, it's worth it and proud to say that we we've helped thousands and and just know that your idea can change someone's life so don't don't sit on it and wait for it to be perfect just get I up I love go. that
1: that is great cuz there are a lot of moms out there who pivot and have wonderful ideas and are sitting at home sitting on them and right. they don't know how to make that first step and i think about what my dad says to me all the time maria the perfect is the enemy of the good
0: Yes, I love that. Do it. Because <laughs> I will sit till
1: it's perfect. So I love that advice. All right. Um, let's do a little rapid fire with you. I'll ask a question, just kind of first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. What famous mom would you like to have featured on the Returnity Project? You've had some oh, cool ones. Gosh, that's a
0: good one. Serena Williams.
1: Oh, love, love, love <laughs> her. Uh guilty pleasure during kids'
0: nap times. Cause now you have two, right? I do. Okay. I saw Ashley flowers on your podcast, crime junkie podcast. (laughs) Love
1: it. DIY or outsource when it comes to like kids' birthday parties, outsource 100%. I'm the worst (laughs) nap or snack nap. Oh, I'm snack.
0: Yeah. All day.
1: Sleep. (laughs) I'll take your snacks and you take my nap time. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, this is a great project. I think that gosh, we need this so bad. So what do you see the future for? What's in the future for the Raternity Project?
0: Yeah, I think the biggest goal is to get these kits into every company across the U.S. and eventually um, internationally and just just help there. So um, partnering with other companies, getting more resources um, and helping managers. So trainings, um, we have a lot coming. We're really excited. So stay tuned for more. And part of it's just getting the word out, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, hopefully we'll help with
1: that today. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. And congratulations. (laughs) This is wonderful work that you're doing. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of mom to mom the podcast. If you like what you hear, I invite you to check out all of our episodes wherever you find your podcasts. Please like and review. That's really important here in the podcast world. And if you want to watch us the good old fashioned way on television, you can do that too. You can find Mom to Mom on NBC 10 Boston on Mondays at 11:30 a.m. if you're here in the New England area. All right, that's a wrap for me this week. I'll see you next week right here on Mom to Mom.